Welcome to the dumbest smart guy podcast on the planet. This is the Central Unintelligence Podcast. That is correct. You heard it right. The dumbest smart guy podcast on the fucking internet today. This is the Central Unintelligence Podcast. And as usual, I'm Josh. I'm here today with Adam. What is up, my mammals? Oh, and, uh, you know, we have, uh, this is episode number fucking 18, by the way. So getting close to that 20, the landmark 20th episode, the landmark 20th episode, you know, once all of the podcasts have hit 20, we should do some sort of, you know, celebratory, like a celebratory, you know, we should do, we should launch a new podcast to celebrate, (laughs) to talk about our other podcast. It'll be the podcast. What if we just called it like the meta podcast where it's just us talking about the other podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Um, so yeah, so today we have, uh, I think we have a very, this is going to be a very uh, right up my fucking alley episode with, with fucking what we're going to talk All right. about. All right. Just because, I, obviously, if you remember the ice wall incident, all right, I, I am a bit of a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. And <clears throat> the, main, well, the main event for the evening is going to be basically, why the fuck are all these billionaires building fucking bunkers and shit? Yeah. For for the most part. Yeah. So but first I wanted to, I did I did want to talk about an interesting piece of I don't know what the word is, global news. Well, I think it's a globally impactful story, but it's basically Venezuela telling this very small country that they share a border with, Guyana. Guyana. Guyana, whatever how the fuck you say it. Telling them Guyana. Guyana. <laughs> guy. Hey, hey, my Guyana. Yeah. Uh, basically telling them that, hey, there's this really fucking oil rich spot that, you know, is in your area, but we own it now. Just FYI. How, how did that come across? Did they just announce that within their government? They're like, you know what? Let's make a let's make a yeah, proposed that's bill. That's actually what they did is they basically did like a bill. Well, I don't know what it's I don't know what they would call it. It's like a referendum maybe, I guess. Yeah. And they did this referendum. They all voted and said, "Hey, should we annex this area?" And they were all agreed, "Yes, we should." Un, un undisputed or undif- un what is it? Unopposed. <clears throat> Whatever the number was to 0 it, in favor of of that. And it's what it, what's like, "Wait a minute." It's not it's it's if if our Congress in the US decided, hey guys, we want to take uh I don't know, Newfoundland from Canada. Yeah, hey, let's vote. And we vote and then we say, Oh, hey Canada, by the way, we just voted, so like now we own Newfoundland. And then they go, Hey, wait a minute, but that's that's our thing, guy. You can't you can't tell you can't do that. It's just as arbitrary as uh any other country deciding to put a flag on a piece of land and saying it's theirs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean honestly, it's probably worse than that because at least if you go to the spot and put the fucking flag on the on the land, you actually went there yeah. and you did something about it. So, I mean, shit. Uh, but anyways, so I thought it was interesting because one of the funny things that that I found out about fucking Venezuela is that they are they have the largest oil reserves on the planet. 
more, not even more, the Middle East. More so than the yeah. Yeah, they they beat everybody. They have the most. And oh fuck. Damn it. Fucking somebody somebody came online. I should have fucking put my phone on silent. Anyways. Wow. So now I gotta do fucking I gotta get chops now. <laughs> Anyways, so they have this massive oil reserve. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to, they already have the most, and now they want more. The country next to them, Guyana, is fucking small. It is, and I just wanted to be, it's the third smallest sovereign state in South America, <laughs> okay, by, by area. It's also the second least populated state. So, How, it, what, so can you give us a... A scale in which uh, compare that to the U.S. What, how big is it in land or in surface area or square okay, miles? So, okay, so in square, I don't know. Do they do it by miles there? Okay, so it's eighty three thousand square miles. Okay, okay, is how big Guyana is. The you let's just do a state. What's the <laughs> smallest state in the USA? Let's just see what that is. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Okay, Rhode Island's 1,200 square miles, okay? So, so it's like eight Rhode Islands? Yeah, but... Maybe California would probably be more apt. Maybe. Comparison. Let's see, California square miles. God damn it. it California square miles are 155,000. So it's like half of California. But... In terms of population, there's only 80,000 people that live in the entire fucking country. Good Lord. So it's essentially half the size of California, mm-hmm. and less people live in that entire area than do in just the city that we live in. <laughs> 80,000 people to occupy uh, would be half, half of Okay, in terms of population density, it's the 11th least densely populated state on the planet on planet earth it is it is so just there's just nobody there so your neighbors might be 10 miles or maybe 30 miles realistically they could be yeah they could be further they could be who knows how far and so their military so when i when i was i was curious to see because okay obviously this is over oil so obviously that means Military action will will be involved yes. regarding this. So Venezuela has a pretty decent military. They're like they're in the top twenty in terms of military power, I guess, of the world. Now, Guyana has just just as a as a scale, they they only have like thirty five hundred people in their entire military. They have. Essentially, like a battalion, and that's it. Whereas Venezuela has several hundred thousand people in its military. Uh, the Guyana military has one helicopter. It's one transport. It has not even an attack helicopter. It's just, it's just, it's just like to transport people. They have basically no offensive air force capability whatsoever. I think they don't even have a navy. Basically, it, it's 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 bad. And they're all essentially, I guess, reservists in, in their, the way their military works. 
So they're going to be fucked when it comes down to... And this is over a territory within their borders? Yeah, that's is- within. it's within their borders that they have owned. But them and Venezuela have always had this contentious issue with it's kind of like china and hong kong or china and fucking taiwan except it's connected technically to both countries Mm -hmm. so guyana i don't think they have the the technological capability to actually do anything about this oil reserve i don't don't, or this 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 oil area this oil rich area i don't think they have the means to pull it out of the ground which I don't know if that makes it better because, well, then at least Venezuela is going to turn it into oil. They're going to do something with it. Whereas, yeah, you can own this land, but, I mean, shit, you ain't doing nothing with it. Well, I guess in their defense, if it's their territory and if they like their way of life and if it, oh, the oil is going to disrupt, disrupt their environment, of course they would want it to just remain intact yeah. the way they've always known it to be. But at the same token, it's a missed opportunity to harvest, yeah, extract it is. oil. And here, here's the other thing that really gets me. Venezuela's a rich country in terms of South American countries because they're... Well, the government is. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, the country itself, yeah. The, the government of the country has a lot of money because obviously they're an oil-producing entity. So they make a bunch of money. Why don't they just buy it? Just say, hey, you guys are small. You probably don't have there. I th- I don't know. I don't even know if Guyana's GDP ranks on the list because it doesn't. It's basically doesn't it's, exist. It's probably zero. I'm telling you, it's it's close to nothing. So why not just say, hey, let us let us have this. We'll give you guys fucking whatever twenty million, a hundred million dollars. I don't know how much it is. Whatever, give them a hundred million. You know you're gonna pull billions in oil out of this. Give them a fucking hundred million dollars up front and then just say, hey, we'll kick you back 5% of every fucking thing we make. Yeah, that seems appropriate. There's no fucking way that anybody's going to, they're not going to be pissed at that. They're going to say, oh shit, this is fucking great. This is a great opportunity. We can get upgrades to our uh, huts that people live in. Essentially, we can, we can help everybody out. We can, we can do fucking great. Yeah. And, or. I mean, that's that's the optimistic version, but the rea- the realistic version is, oh, cool, now we can have more money for ourselves so we and the government can be rich and have, fuck everybody else. They can still live in villages. That's probably what would end up happening. Yeah, but the fact that they drew up papers, some dumbass papers, like, with this, we believe we are entitled to these lands. They drew up the papers, and they, they could have just invaded and cut the bullshit. Right. Well, now, okay, now this just came out two days ago. They've both agreed, quote-unquote, to not use military force against each other. Now they'll use peacekeeping forces. Right? Yes. That, yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 wait, wait, wait! This is just a peacekeeping force, man. We're just here to keep the peace. Yeah. We're not here to fight anybody. We're just yeah. here to make sure We're that just enforcing peace. Yeah, through violence. Yeah. You know, that, that, nothing wrong with that. So I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. I I think that's completely ridiculous. You, you mean Venezuela's tentatively agreeing not to attack them? Because Guyana would just die. They would just be done. There would be no... <laughs> yeah, that, was, that would be the last we, we hear be the last, of Yeah, Guyana. we heard of it. Then, then they would just become Venezuela. They'd become another state in Venezuela. So I don't know where this is exactly going to go. I'm sure Venezuela will eventually fucking take this plot of land. <clears throat> and then they'll just fucking call it a day. 
Uh, anyways, that was basically all I had on that. And I just wanted to bring it up because I thought it was just an interesting topic. So, anyways, now... Now let's get into the... I don't know, the meat and potatoes, I guess. Of this episode. Which is which is going to be... Why the fuck are all these military... Or not military, these billionaires... Fucking buying underground shell, spending millions of dollars. The millions. Buying these underground fucking bunkers and stocking up and all this shit. Yes. One instance that we know of is uh, Mark Zuckerberg purchasing land in Hawaii and creating an underground bunker that should theoretically have all the amenities that one would need in order to survive. Uh, I guess that would include some kind of water reservoir, yeah, along with uh, artificial lighting so you don't go nuts. Uh, right. Some kind of sustainable agriculture in some way that would allow you to right harness food underground and stuff and such. So I don't know, just really interesting. It, it it feels it almost feels like they're telegraphing where they think the world is going to end up as if space travel was already kind of concerning that Elon Musk already wants to colonize Mars or maybe, maybe even just sure. The space, the space exploration is what is being said, but, but colonizing Mars to me signals that they already think, I mean, maybe I'm making an assumption, but my my speculation is that by conquering Mars, we're already heading towards a scenario where they think the Earth is doomed. And maybe it might be decades out from now, but they're already planning like as if if, as if the uh, exit strategy. Yeah. The end game. And and this is where we get into the conspiracy kind of part of this. Yes, because. Obviously, the people who are multi-billionaires and the really uber elite rich people, they they communicate with each other. They know shit before fucking we do. So, sure, do they know what's fucking coming in the future? And are they just like, shit, we need to just be ready because there's some shit that's about to go down or some shit's going to go down. And this is the thing that sucks, too, is who knows when the fuck this is going to happen? Who knows if it's something that's going to happen, like you said, maybe 10, 20, 30 years in the future? Or maybe this is something that's going to happen in a few years. Who fucking knows? And we have these weird things that have been that you kind of just see and put together. For example, okay, Bill Gates, he's a very fucking wealthy individual, owns 242,000 acres of farmland. He is the number one private farm the, the number one owner of private farmland in the United States. Additionally, he's also the 49th largest landowner in general in the, in the world. In the, yeah, in general. So he's the number one he owns the most farmland at anybody. And he owns the 49th most amount of land of anybody else. Uh, so uh, he might regular super, land in general. And he could, so he could supersede countries, fucking <clears throat> people. Well, well, I mean, well, what is the compare? What is the list in comparison to? Like, is it just people 
that own land? Or so that, is, is it companies? That well, okay, so that was private land ownership. So that includes companies. Okay, okay, that okay. includes anybody who's not a government agency. Okay. So he's the biggest fa- farmland owner in in the United States by far. Mm-hmm. So that's important because if you look at countries that struggle when they have issues, mm. may, mainly it's usually related to food. It's usually food insecurity or whatever they're calling it now. And that signals to me, well, if he knows that there's going to be something happening, and and again, we've talked about kind of a little bit of this before, but you know, it could be something such as a, an EMP from the sun. I mean, goddamn, right now, there's that fucking hole that they just found in the sun. It's just this giant fucking hole that's the size of 60 Earths that's just spewing radiation, and it's pointed directly at us. Now, luckily, they say that the magnetosphere, or whatever it's called, is going to take care of pretty much most of that and deflect it all. But, I mean, we don't really know what the fuck's going to happen. So, sure, if the effect of essentially that being a massive EMP, if that wipes out electricity, if there's something that, <clears throat> you know, shuts off the grid for, you know, well, basically it would be forever because if you didn't have the technology to create the technology, it would take you forever to recreate it again and then deploy it on a mass scale like it is now. So we could effectively say if that were to happen, you could probably say for the rest of at least our lifetime, we would never have electricity again. It'd probably be 40 or 50 years before electricity would come back in the, in the, in the measure in which it's used now or relied upon. So if that's the case, then what do you need? Well, what do you need to survive? Food. You need food, food and water. Water. Shelter. And shelter. That's it. So if you have those things... And if you have the largest amount, when society does start coming back together after whatever the initial collapse would be, and you own all that, well, now you become the number one most influential person in the country because you control the flow of food. You control everything. You control whether people eat or whether they starve. And... You know, just like they say about all, well, there, there's there's this old joke about, oh yeah, they they heard they heard you talking on the fucking talking bad about the government, so they they turned off your chip to to fucking to buy fucking food or whatever. So he's he's this guy's talking shit at a bar, and he's he's like, oh yeah, and then he goes to scan his chip to buy another round of beer, and it's it doesn't work because the government shut it off because they heard him talking shit. So it's the same thing if you are the private landowner. And you control the food supply. Well, you oh you don't like I don't oh you don't like the way that I'm doing things. Well, then I guess you can just not eat. Oh, you don't want to submit and do compliance with what it is I'm requiring that you do to get this food. Okay, cool. Then I guess you just you can starve. Good luck. And then well, what are you gonna do? You're just gonna starve, or you're gonna comply. That's kind of how it's gonna work. So there's a lot of weird shit that's been going on lately in terms of. <clears throat> I didn't see the movie yet, but I've seen clips of it. It's that movie on fucking Netflix that was sponsored by uh, Michelle and Barack Obama. It was, or I should say, executive produced by them. I don't know if sponsors is the right word, um, but... They have, their, they, have, they have their hands on it. Yeah, they have their hands in it. 
and it's called Leave the World Behind. And it's basically a movie about the end of the world. Like, it's about there's some catastrophe, some collapse that happens, there's a catastrophe, and then the aftermath of what happens, essentially. I should probably watch it just so I can fucking talk about it. Maybe we should do it on the movies and TV podcasts. We should fucking talk about it. But why would you... Why would you, as someone who is essentially one of the most powerful people on the planet, because you were the most powerful motherfucker on the planet, you were the president for fucking eight years. So even though you're not that anymore, you still have, you still maintained some of that fucking influence, right? So yeah, why would you, why would you do this unless, you know, maybe this is uh there's that old fucking saying about, if you want to get into the weird, the weird down the rabbit hole, oh, it's like those secret societies. They like to, they have to telegraph what they do before they do it, so they don't have to. Oh yeah, we don't have any, we don't have any bad karma after this because we we told you guys, we said this shit was gonna happen for you to get ready, and oh well, you died, so up, oh, it's not our fault. You got shit like that, <clears throat> this shit like this happening. You've got weird shit like the. The, the Georgia Guidestones popping up. that This has been for a while, but I think somebody actually just recently destroyed them because they were like, fuck these things. But it's just like these big-ass fucking concrete pillars that somebody built, and no one knows who did it in Georgia, and they basically just have these like new commandments on there that say, oh, to maintain harmony with the Earth. And one of them, though, is to keep the world's population under 500 million, right? Well, there's, what, 8 billion fucking people right now? or thereabouts, maybe nine, going, going, getting closer to that. So you would be effectively reducing the world's population by about 90 fucking percent, or thereabouts. Maybe, maybe, maybe closer to 80. But that's a lot if you wanted to fucking, you know, maintain that. So as we see all these uber-rich people doing these things and making these bunkers and essentially setting themselves up to survive whatever calamity is going to happen, which makes me think it's obviously it's not going to be some fucking asteroid from space that they're preparing for because, well, that's just going to kill everybody and no one's going to live. Everybody's going to die if something like that were to happen. So I don't think it's, I don't think that they're doing this for something like that. I think they're doing this for something that is going to be man-made, I guess, for lack of a better term. And this very well could be the modern, the modern version of them trying of royalty trying to save itself from the re- revolution. Right? Let them eat cake. That whole thing. Marie Antoinette. Oh, they don't have any bread. Oh, well, I can't let them eat cake. Let them eat cake. Right? And then you know the fucking French rebel, French Revolution happens, and then they kill all the royalty because they're like fuck these assholes. So. Obviously, us, the peasants, throughout the world are getting fucking upset at the level of wealth that has been created and the, the yeah. unaffordability that exists for us right now. Yeah, and I think uh, two things. Yeah. I'll start with what you're already talking about. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, I mean, shit, dude. Let, let's not pretend like we're the people, like in, in California or even just the United States in general, Yeah, how... We're supposedly we we have to maintain our electricity use, right? Right. Yeah. Like, well, we we can't use our electricity to the point in which we're it's excessive, right? Right. Yeah. But that rule does not apply to millionaires or billionaires that fucking 
have private properties that are probably mega mansions and shit, but also like their businesses as well. Yeah. Amazon, the company, right? Right, yeah. They probably use a whole bunch of fossil fuels and they probably oh, yeah. do a number of carbon emissions. Uh, and I mean, that's like one of the few examples I can think of. So this, these people that profited off of other people's labor and probably the number of things they've done, done damage to the earth in general, like they all got to profit off of other people and, and doing all this damage and shit. And then they're going to escape. They, they're right. Yeah. They're, they're, they're escaping. And like, what the fuck is that dude? What, what I, I'm not fond of that idea. Instead of trying to create solutions for us in general, like humanity, right. yeah. they're running away and hiding and letting the rest of us kill each other yeah. so that they can survive. I'll give you an example of that electricity thing. Like you're talking about, because before when we lived in our apartment, we, and I'm probably, my power's going to probably get shut off because of this, but whatever, get fucked. When we lived in the other apart or the, our apartment, we were in a different grid sector than we're in now. And dude, man, I'm telling you when they would do those public safety power shutoffs, our shit would get shut off all the time. It, w- it would just be like, Oh, sorry, too bad. Click, turn it off. Oh, yep. It's hot. Oh, sorry. Too many people using electricity. We got to shut yours off. You're on the rolling blackout list. Here you go. When we moved here into this house in the five almost years that we've lived here, I have not, we, we, I see those shits pop up all the time and I figured out that we're on the same grid sector as the multi-million dollar homes that are up there a off privilege. of a certain area. Right. A privilege. And I don't live in the multi-million dollar fucking area, but we're, we're like, they must've tied them in when they built those to this grid sector instead of creating their own. Yeah. But that benefits me because I've never fucking had my shit shut off on any of those things once. Yeah. And I doubt it will. I think we would be the last fucking ones to ever get our shit shut off mm-hmm. because we're on this sector with the multi-million dollar homes and they're not, they're going to shut them off dead last. And that's some of the shit that people get fucking pissed about is these assholes up here get to fucking have the electricity mm-hmm. while well, we have to, we have to suffer and fucking be hot and shit because it's 110 degrees and everybody's running the air conditioning. And then they tell us, Hey guys, yeah, we know how many people live here and we know how many much electricity we need. And yeah, we charge you guys a shit ton of money, but we're trying to take as much profit as we can. So we're not going to make more fucking electricity. We're only going to, we're going to cap it at what we, what we got right now. So you guys just need to stop using it. You know, it's like, what the fuck, man, build more fucking generator, not generators, build more fucking electrical plants. You can build more shit to increase the capacity of our electric grid. Cause you're charging us that fucking, the, the, the prices keep going up. And I'm telling you, it's not costing more money to create fucking electricity. They're just fucking pulling profit out. And that's fucking horse shit. And that's the type of shit that's, oh man, here you go. But you are going to escape when the judgment day happens of people finally have had enough when the power finally goes out. Yeah. And it's so fucked how fragile. I mean, that's the thing that I think, not to, not to interrupt you, but... We'll get to, maybe we'll get to that in a minute. Continue, continue your point. Okay, so <coughs> the other thing about Bill Gates buying, how much was it? 242,000 acres. 242,000 acres. Damn near a quarter land. million acres. I mean, obviously that requires some kind of foresight to know that in the future, uh, if we are heading towards some kind of incident, uh, that your priority would be to gather as much natural resources in order to create some kind of... Uh, agriculture that you can harvest resources from like food and who knows what else but 
Because we know that money's not going to matter once no. the, once things come down to it. Right. There's all... It's going to come down to food and water. Yeah. Because we all know that... I mean, shit. I don't know. It's either 1% or 0.01% of the world's water is not seawater. Right, yeah. It's drinkable water, right? right? So imagine... I mean, there's a ton of U.S. companies that own bodies of water like uh nestle yeah nestle owns water i mean fuck the coca-cola company oh yeah owns everywhere (laughs) so they already have the domain of these places and shit and it's just like fuck man what 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 could we do about that we're just sitting ducks yeah essentially like we just have to wait for this to happen because we can't do anything about it i mean sure you could build your own fucking bunker like you know, 20 feet underground or 30 feet underground. Yeah. And, but it's not going to be what these guys have, which is probably going to have no. all the amenities oh, that you need. But yeah. they're already planning decades in advance, dude. That's like, what the right. fuck? Well, and then it's going to have the supply of food. Because here's the problem. You could have a bunker all you want, but if you don't fucking have the ability to make food, your shit's going to run out eventually. That's That's primarily... <sighs> what's going to be the number one killer when, when something like this happens is going to be lack of food and people can stock up. You can have, you can have whatever, but eventually it's going to fucking run out unless you start making your own. Because once the, once the system gets shut off and no one's making more food, or the company, you know, it, if Hostess isn't fucking making cupcakes to send out to the fucking store for your ass to eat, nobody's fucking. The, the, there's no grocery stores anymore, right? It's that shit's over. You, you know what's what's making me laugh a little what? bit is when it comes down to eating food. It's say that period of time where it's basically the apocalypse. Yeah, there's people around that I know that are picky eaters. Oh yeah. And they only eat chicken nuggies or, <laughs> or macaroni and cheese yeah, or something. And that's it. Just basically crap. And I'm thinking, you guys are the first ones to go because you can't even. Yeah. So picky to eat, can't eat certain foods because, oh, I, I don't like it. You're, good, you're as good as gone. Yeah. Future. You'll just starve to death. Because if you can't eat fucking rice and beans, because, I mean, look, that's, that's what most people are. Pro- that's stuff that lasts and. Yeah, you can store a lot of it. So if if that's what you got to get you through until you start cuz that's what really most people should really be trying to do is say have up enough have enough supply of food for maybe 6 to 12 months till you can start growing your own shit until your shit that you grow starts sprouting. Yes. And is harvestable. So most people aren't fucking going to have that, though. Most people... That, that's one of the things, too, that's fucking interesting. Most people in the United States have a maximum of 72 hours of food in their house at any one given time. And that's the majority of people. That's that's 90% of Americans. Or a week. Yeah, like a week's worth of food. Right. Like between, but, but most people don't even have a week's. Most people have three days' worth. Mm. And the... And yeah, they might be able to ration that into a week if they're going to be smart about it. But as we know, most people aren't fucking smart about it. They'll just think, oh, it's cool. We can just do this. The grocery stores will come back on. And then realistically, you have those 72 hours. 
And then, of course, people are going to loot the grocery stores. Okay, yeah, that's going to happen. So maybe you get a week. I, I say you get maybe about 7 to 14 days from an initial happening, whatever that happening may be, before society really, truly starts to break down. And that's the sweet spot that these billionaires with the bunkers, because that's plenty of time for you to get to your bunker. Once an event happens, oh, you know this is it. Cool. Let's get to the bunker. We got plenty of time before we start get before there's random checkpoints of uh, roving gangs that got together and decided they're going to check everybody who drives through and see what they got and steal all their shit and then kill them. That won't happen for at least probably 14 days. So, you know, that's plenty of time to get to your bunker and be and be safe. And then once you're in the bunker, well, I got food. That's a renewable supply. I got a fucking well water I'm, I'm attached to this that, that has fucking this well will last for hundreds of years. Like, oh, I'm good. We're good. You know, we got air, air conditioning, fucking, you know, heating. Never have to go outside ever again. I mean, I guess. But at the same token, that whole ecosystem that they live in. I mean, it can't it can't be running 100 percent. Oh, it's also for, for years, right? It's also fragile just as our own system is. Our own general grid system is fragile. That small ecosystem, all it takes, if you're, re, if you're harvesting shit, in a, all it takes is for one germ that's unaccounted for to get into the crop and to give it disease and kill it. And then what are you going to do? Now you got to start over. Now you got to fucking be like, ah, shit. Or if your generators start malfunctioning you you can't do yeah. the maintenance or if you're it. on or if you're or let's say you're you're using solar let's say you're being smart because obviously you can't really use generators because you're gonna run out of gas eventually mm. yeah generators you could probably unless they have like a hydro some sure kind of hydro, if you had yeah, some kind of a hydro generator generator turbine you were, or yeah or some shit you're connected to sure maybe you could be but again that's gonna require maintenance in in and of itself mm. and Sure, maybe you know how to do that, but what are you gonna do when one of the fins fucking breaks off on the on the the generator or something, and you can't go to the store and buy a new one? Hell, you probably can't. Maybe you'll have a couple in reserve, but hey, the shit's gonna break eventually. And then when you run out, well, you don't have the capability to manufacture this kind of shit. So what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Is your shit's gonna shut off? Yeah, and I'm sure that there are. Because I've seen a lot of low-tech, survival-ish kind of solutions for water, for food growth, for that kind of stuff. And, I mean, really, it goes back to the old days. But you can't do that shit in a bunker. It's got to be fucking above. It's, you got to be in the world. You got to be out, in the, and you got to have sunlight hitting shit. You got to have, you know, you got to be outside with it. You can't, you can't be doing it in a bunker and expect it to produce what it should produce Mm -hmm. and it doesn't really matter how many genetically modified fucking carrots you're growing eventually shit's gonna break down and you're not gonna be able to grow them anymore yeah and then you're fucked and if that and maybe all they need is six months before society comes back if it's something where the where the power grid goes out Mm -hmm. and it's a temporary shut off or the internet goes out or whatever. It's temporary, let's say. So it just lasts for six months, and then it slowly starts coming back on. Well, once shit starts coming back on, then society will be, will begin to return to normal. 
But during that six months, after about seven to 14 days, that's when we're going to start killing each other over resources. And that's what they're trying to survive. That's what I think the true purpose of the bunkers is to basically survive the initial breakdown of society whenever this event happens Mm -hmm. because they're going to, and they're going to be in charge when society comes back Mm -hmm. because they control, they're going to control everything. They're going to control the manufacture of food. And if you can, again, if everybody's hungry and you control the one thing that they need, People are going to comply. People are going to do what you say. And then you just become the government. And then, well, now you just become the dictator of whatever area you want to be in charge of because you have control of all the food. I got two points to bring up. Uh, Number one. So there was this article that I sent you. I forgot who the author was. Let me double check. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So this author was writing an article about meeting with a number of billionaires, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure this person is an author. And uh, his it's, writing is uh, of that vein of like an ap- apocalypse scenario. Yeah, it's Douglas Rushkoff. Right. So these people were coming to him because he's something of an expert. And yeah, of course, this the mindset of the billionaire is very much what you would believe that these people are concerned they, they were asking questions like oh how do i control my security because they're they have people from like special ops yeah private security companies that are going to be in place for them so they're asking like how do i keep them in line and stuff like that like how do i how do i survive this scenario how do i right limit what i give to other people and stuff so that i'm not the one that ultimately dies because of this it's like it's it's everything that you imagine would happen in a zombie apocalypse. Right, yeah. And uh the second thing, shit, I lost the second thing. Oh, anyways, if you, if well, you got while you, to to talk yeah. about the first thing you were talking about, yeah. while you're thinking about the second thing, if you ever Oh, I back. got it back. Oh, god. Give, give give it to me. All right. So so now that we're talking about these guys coming above surface sometime after Yeah. Uh the world falls apart or presumably like that would maybe be a scenario that plays out. So interesting enough, um, there was this company it's called Flander Flannery associates. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of tech billionaires that weren't known at the time, but they bought, I think 55,000 acres in Solano County, mm. in California, Northern California, farmable land, agriculture land, I guess. So this is me speculating. I mean, this is just me. We're just talking yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But that already kind of raises a concern that they were trying to withhold their identities. I mean, obviously, they were trying maybe to pay the least amount of money for the land they wanted to purchase from farmers and stuff. Yeah. But the fact that they wanted to hide it anyways, beyond that, I mean, shit. One of them includes, like, the co-owner of LinkedIn. But I don't know. Yeah. Pretty, a lot of people from, like, Silicon Valley, right? Yeah, yeah. So what like does that seem concerning to you at all that these people want to raise an entire city or create a city uh in their own image um with all the amenities I guess you could say with farmable lands and all that stuff 
that tech billionaires want to get into, I guess, urban and city planning. Yeah. Uh, and like, how is the government going to work when they're the ones kind of orchestrating all that shit? Like that to me is, it's weird. It's strange. Like I, are they trying to plan for the future too? Where, you know, 70 years down the line, maybe their children or their legacy or their, the, 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 the descendants of these people inherit a fucking city that they can control too. Uh, Cause I mean, fifty five thousand acres. I mean, shit. Who the fuck knows how bad, how big that is? But if they can create a city, create a suburban area with you know farmlands and stuff, and they control it, like what? I don't know. It's just it's interesting. Like why 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 are they getting into the game doing this shit? Yeah, it is. So let's talk about the first thing you're talking about real quick. The uh, the thing about this, the oh the you know they've got special ops guys doing their private security and oh how do I keep them in line and not. And and that's that's where we're going. I feel like we will. This will turn into a form of feudalism, essentially. It is, yeah. Where they're going, the the wealthy are going to be essentially the noble, the noble class, I guess. And then there's going to be the serfs or the peasants, and then you're going to have this warrior class that's in between, akin to the samurai or knights or whatever, right? And so. The only thing that protecting the few being the noble class from the peasants being the many the is the warrior class, essentially. Warriors. So come out and play. So basically, if the nobles don't have anything to over essentially these the warrior class, then what would stop the warrior class from just fucking killing them and becoming the noble class? And also then keeping the surf class down because fuck it. We have the gut, we have the weapons, the training and yeah, you got the shit. Well, we're just going to take the shit from you. Cause what are you going to do? And that's where it gets, I think it gets interesting. And this is how we will likely get warlord type scenarios <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, these guys, unless you go in your bunker if you want to try to have some semblance of being in charge, there really is it isn't much stopping these guys from just killing the tech billionaire or whoever and then just taking all the shit that they have and then putting it out there. So I really don't that's how you this is like some supervillain shit. Uh, how do you that's how you create a supervillain essentially. Yeah, I mean shit, dude. If if that's their mentality and not thinking of like okay because this is what the guy was trying to tell him is like you can't there's no way to work make that work because you're essentially creating enemies yeah in, in every corner right so why aren't you thinking of how you can help people once that time comes like yeah the way we, that you yeah. don't die yeah is to have people so fucking endeared to you yeah that they would go they would be willing to die for you yeah that's how i mean yeah granted listen it will just become the noble you'll become essentially like a king mm. and your reign of your area will depend on how well you fucking treated the serfdom and the and the quote-unquote warrior class during this time yeah and if you hoarded your resources and kept them and you didn't endear anyone to you then it's going to be real easy for your for your dudes to just say fuck this mutiny. Yeah, we'll just kill you and we'll take over and we'll spread the wealth to everybody and then everyone will enjoy us and they'll accept our rule because we provide for them. Yeah. As 
back in the day with where when you had a good king or a good noble in the area, that was their job was to provide for the the peasants essentially to provide for them so that they stayed in line and didn't overthrow your bitch ass. That's that's basically the whole point. Mm-hmm. Is how you maintain your power is you do as much as you can to to the peasant and again, we work more than the peasants class did back in the days. The peasant class worked like like 2 days a week or 3 days a week at max. They had so many fucking holidays. They would just make up holidays to give the peasants days off. That's what they did. And now here we are hundreds of years later from this this system being popular and we we're we're in a worse position than fucking medieval fucking Indent- serfdom indentured servants essentially yeah and um to go to go back to the thing we were talking about money being worthless yeah you're right money is will be worthless gold will be people that hoard gold you're fucking stupid that is the dumbest that's a trick by the fucking ruling class to make you spend money on something that's fucking pointless when society collapse mm-hmm. because yeah, sure. Oh, gold's maintained its value and its worst stuff. But I'm telling you right now, if I can't eat it, shoot it or fuck it, I'm not trading for it. That's, that's it. That's the bottom line. I'm not going to trade you some of my fucking ammunition or some of my food for some shiny pieces of fucking metal. That doesn't even fucking make sense. You're an idiot. I'm just going to kill you. Yeah, it's it'll be. I wonder if luxury will matter at all in the future. If billionaires will flaunt like having gold and gold earrings or diamonds, if that will matter at that point, or if everybody's more concerned with shit, food. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, again, and what's sad is in the initial looting that's gonna that would take place after some sort of collapse, you will see the same shit get looted like it always does. You'll see televisions get taken motherfucker we ain't got no power why are you looting tvs or shoes or shoes oh god shoes i, the, I gotta rob in my nike sbs man hey man you gotta have the new jordans to fucking you know <laughs> commit crimes to commit crimes in <laughs> and i'm not against being stylish while committing crime <laughs> i mean i, I just want to make that clear i think that actually may be a must you must remain your style while you're fucking out there committing True. crimes and shit. Okay. You have to maintain your independence. Yeah. Okay. Until you get out of the matrix. Yeah. You, you don't comply. All right. But I do think additionally, better use of your time would be stealing food or seeds or fucking something, robbing gun stores and whatnot. And, and honestly, the one luxury that I think will be worth trade in the aftermath will be the shit. That's always been worth shit. It's going to be prostitution or quote unquote or slash pornography. It's going to be alcohol. It's going to be tobacco. Tobacco. It's going to be guns. Because again, people are addicted to alcohol and tobacco and they'll do a lot for it. Yeah, they will. So if you have some and you got a guy who's itching for, for a drink or for a smoke, hey man, he might trade you a couple fucking boxes of ammo you know, or a couple of potatoes or what? I don't know, whatever. You know what we need to do? Stock up on alcohol and fucking <laughs> no. Well, oh, yeah, I guess that too. You stock up on Playboys, old old Playboys. Oh, yeah. in print because in print once, pornography. Once it's gone. Man, that's true. There's gonna be a lot of horn dogs out oh, there. Oh yeah, and and I mean, granted, most people were probably there. Probably will be a lot of uh, raping going along with the pillaging. I oh, imagine. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. But not everyone's capable of doing that. So those people are going to need some fucking some, some porn mags to jerk off to. So, yeah, I, th- I think a more just society might actually exist in the post apocalyptic world. Yeah. Because those people would be dealt with immediately. Oh, yeah. With, with a mob mentality, I think. Uh, if they find out, if anybody gets an error that you're a pedophile or you're a rapist. Oh, you'll just be killed. You'll, you're gone, dude. You're yeah. fucking dead. Yeah, you, there, it, there no prison system, no nothing. No, no, nothing. Yeah, because there is no dead. prison system. It's just, dead. we can't, no, literally that whole saying of take no prisoners or whatever is because is right. we can't. Because we don't have anywhere to store them. Yeah. So we just kill everybody. That's what happens. All the people that are assholes just die. I mean, I imagine if everybody's tired of everything by that point, nothing will be tolerated. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think we're getting scenario. I think we're getting close to that just now in normal society where people are just getting tired of shit and well, this is going to start going crazy. But. The second thing you were was the second thing you brought up about Solano. Solano, Yeah. Okay. so to go back to that, that is very interesting that a group of these billionaires you want me to list off the names real quick? Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Let's hear who it is. Let's 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 put it out there. I mean, obviously it's public information, but yeah, this is uh, an article off of this I isn't believe breaking news or anything. The Guardian. But, oh, the Guardian. That's a that's a reputable source. Let's see. The Guardian. Samaric. Samaric. Does it say who they like? Where they work for? Or what? Yeah, thirty-six year old Goldman Sachs. Jesus, that makes sense. Part of Goldman Sachs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the group of backers include... Oh, sorry. Maybe this guy wasn't included. The group of backers includes Reed Hoffman, the LinkedIn co-founder, huh. co-founder okay. venture capitalist Michael Moritz, uh-huh. Lauren Powell Jobs, the founder of the philanthropic group Emerson... Wait, what? Philanthropic group Emerson Collective and wife of the late state... Late Steve Jobs. Okay, so she's got a shit ton of money. Mark Andreessen, the investor and software developer... Patrick and John Collinson, the sibling co-founders of the payment processor uh, Stripe, and oh, the, the entrepreneurs Daniel Gross and Nat Friedman. Uh, I don't know. They, they don't say what their thing is. But, you know, kind of a, a, a nice little cabal of, like, Silicon Valley people. Yeah, that wanted to basically make their own fucking city. So and it's just concerning, dude, because Bill Gates, as you yeah. said, Right. Owns what what amount again? Two hundred forty-two thousand acres. So but let's these just call guys, it let's just call it quarter million. These guys collectively own a fourth or a fifth of what this guy owns, Bill Gates. Well, that's just the farmland that that's he a, fucking yeah. owns. I mean, he owns other shit too that I you, you can't really fucking put a number on that. But yeah, that's just the that's just farmland. Yeah, yeah. So they were they they only bought a whatever a fifth of that. Mm. And they were trying to do it as to make their own fucking city or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know where that stands now. I mean, or how, what happened with it? What, I mean, does, did it say, like, are they still trying to do it? Or did they just say, fuck it, they They off? have the land. They are in the process of, you know, I guess, meeting with the communities uh-huh. within the area, uh, project planning, I guess, all that stuff. But I don't even know if they're going to do that. It could be just as simple as them saying... You know what? We lied, and <laughs> we just bought all this land. Now we're gonna flip it and just oh yeah, it maybe could be simple as that. It could be, but as far as I know, they're planning to build this uh, city that will include everything one would need. Jobs that I'm sure they're gonna be coming up with, or so I don't know, man. It's just 
that's just very concerning because if they control the government at all levels or even the city itself at all levels, they know how everything works, all that stuff. And and then we're talking about doomsday scenarios where billionaires are built. Like, who's, who's to say those guys aren't building their own bunkers adjacent to the city? Or as, as part of the city. As part of the city, right? Um, so... Man. I don't know. There's weird, weird coincidental things. I'm not, I don't know if this is like a conspiracy theory so much as just kind of like observations. That weird we're making. shit that you see, yeah. that you observe. Yeah. Again, this is just speculation for my right. part. Or, yeah, or yeah. just observations more than anything, but. Yeah, it's uh, observations and then speculation. Yeah. And again, who knows what the real reason is behind all this shit. None of it looks good, though. None of it looks like this is just for a benign fucking. No happy-go-lucky reason it looks as though these motherfuckers are getting ready for some shit (laughs) yeah and with the current state i think the biggest threat that we face here at least in the united states is the electrical grid getting taken down i think that we have the weakest fucking electrical grid that fuck damn near i don't know how we've survived thus far with it being as weak as fuck as it is but I think that's something that's probably... And, and again, our electrical grid, yeah, is weak. I imagine most other countries, their electrical grid is also fucking weak. It's probably weaker. So I, am, I, I think that any little tiny thing that happens, a little extra large EMP from the sun, solar flare, hey, man, that might could wipe fucking some shit out. And it may not be... Hell, it may not be something quote-unquote man-made or on purpose because the conspiracy theories point towards oh yes this is the elites crashing society so that then they can come and take control of whatever whatever's left yeah first instance we i mean not the first but one of many incidences where that's happened uh the what was the scenario that happened with hawaii that caused all those fires oh uh it well, was a, it was a it was a power company, right? Right, that, yeah. That, that provoked a, a supposedly fire. allegedly. It was the it was the power the power lines just caught like a transformer blew and it caught the forest on fire and then fucking it just spread out. Yeah. So and then there's also the fucking conspiracy theory related to that about you know the direct energy weaponry, uh, where they they were burning. You could see the line it was shooting and it was skipping all the millionaires' houses. Like it was just going around and catching. I mean, on concrete, it was just catching cars and shit on fire, which fire doesn't fucking move like that. That's fucking insane. So who knows what's really fucking going on? Who knows if that's fucking part of the part of the test is well, we're gonna blow up some electrical transformers to the point where now shit's not gonna work. And again, that's to me. Technology really is our fatal flaw in well that humanity in general is the reliance on technology and electricity. Cause once that shit goes away, I don't think most people will know how to fucking survive. We're soft. Yeah, that's true. We are soft. We've become very soft. And <clears throat> I hope I hope nothing listen, I hope nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. um, I hope. But I think something's going to fucking happen. But, I mean, guess what happened after that fire happened and all those people lost their homes and shit? Oh, 
all these people that were wealthy bought land. Well, yeah, the they conspiracy... Want be, they want to build their beachfront properties and right. shit. And, the conspiracy theory was that some comps, a bunch of developers were trying to go in and buy these people's houses. Mm. And so they told them to get fucked. And they said, no, nah, we're not going to let you buy this because they wanted to build like a resort or some shit. Yeah, because like Oprah bought, I don't yeah. know how many acres and shit. I think, right. I think the rock... Yeah, and their houses, their neighborhood was untouched. It just didn't... Oh, the fire just magically didn't fucking go there. But it literally destroyed... They're like this hole amongst all the shit that was destroyed. And now all those people's lands are essentially worthless. And so these developers come in. They're they're still doing it. They're saying, oh, hey, we'll we'll go ahead and... Oh, your insurance policy says they're not going to cover this? Oh, man, that sucks. Oh, that's because we own the insurance company. We told them to fucking... We're denying all your coverages. Give you three million and dollars. Listen, we'll give you guys, you know, hey, we'll we'll pay you a fair the fair market value we were gonna pay you beforehand for this thing that's worthless. You just sign over the rights. Cause you still own the dirt, but you just sign over this dirt to us and at, at what we were gonna pay you originally, even though it's worth nothing. Now they look like the oh, they look like good guys because they're helping these people out. But no, they fucking probably did this all along and planned on this and so that they could buy the land and then they could do what they want with it. So Fucking shitty and sketchy. Oh, I think something else in that article that I read was... <laughs> um, I don't think people were too pleased that Mark Zuckerberg was, you know, taking this land and yeah. build, building a bunker or whatever. So now they've been serving the community. Surrounding oh. it. Being, being oh. the, the kind f- philanthropist that they... Are. Oh. Yeah, so they can grease, grease the Grease wheel. the fucking wheels. Yeah. Man, just... The level of fucking corruption, man. It's so fucking high. It's insane. And just imagine when when none of this shit matters, when society breaks down mm-hmm. and someone like that is hiding in their bunker while the rest of us are out here killing each other for food and fucking water and shelter. For something they probably caused because right. they're, they're billionaires. Right. They're, I mean, shit. Amazon, again. Hell, we have the most vehicles on the road oh, at yeah. this point. Hell, it could be a fucking financial meltdown. We could have the Great Depression 2.0 that fucking causes this thing to happen. Enron 2.0. Yeah. Billionaires it, fucking jacking all the money or running away, taking pe- people's retirements and just being yeah. like, Just being like, see ya. Yeah. And, I, you know, if, if enough of us don't band together mm. and stop some shit yeah. or do something about it, then it's just going to happen. And then we're all going to kill each other, and then fucking they'll come out ahead in the end. Yeah. Which is why when the collapse does happen, if you're out there and you're listening, don't fucking be an asshole, all right? Don't be an asshole. Because remember, if you're not, if that guy you're going to go steal food from or kill isn't a millionaire. He's your brother. Yeah, he's your, he, you should be figuring out a way, hey man, let's get enough people together to go fucking get the millionaires, all right? (laughs) Yeah, dude, that, that should be, that should be everybody's prime motivation. Yeah, to- it should be. Hey, you know what? Yeah, fuck the corporations. Let's go steal all their shit. Let's go loot all the stores. Yeah, fuck it. There's no power. Let's take all the TVs and fucking who's... Well, let's burn them. Who cares? Fuck, do whatever we want. Let's just destroy them. Yeah. But yeah, fuck the corporations. Let's take all the shit. Fuck the government. Let's break into all the National Guard armories and fucking steal all the shit. <laughs> all right? And then let's find the billionaires and be like, hey... Knock it off. Why'd you fucking do this? Yeah. Please stop. And if give, you don't stop. Give us your money. Yeah. And, give, and, give us your resources. And give us your resources. Because fucking money ain't worth anything. Yeah. So give us your resources that are worth something. And we'll let you, we'll let, we'll let you walk on out of here. 
and then you know that's what you should be doing. Yeah, so equalize the playing field. Yeah. So and and that's the that's what they fucking want is for us to be against each other and at each other's throats. They want us to be divided. They want to divide us into all these little fucking groups by color, religion, fucking orientation, reason. gender, whatever. They want to just put us in these little groups where there's so many little fucking like like they want to put me in the straight white ginger male group right well there's like nine guys in that fucking group okay there's not a lot of us so if there's only nine of us and we're fighting you know the hispanic fucking straight males that well we're just gonna be fighting each other when we if we banded together and increased our numbers then we could do some real shit we could do some real damage it's like it's like with gangs. If if gangs in LA prison culture, yeah. Well, it's like that. But if okay, yeah, prison culture. But if the whites and the blacks and the Hispanics would join forces, they'd run the prison. They could escape the prison. But that's what keeps them behind the bars and in the walls, is because they fucking are constantly killing each other, and they can never get an organized front. So if they could just band together, they could kill all the guards. They they could fucking take that shit over. It wouldn't be hard to do. What are you gonna do? Same case for the end times. Yeah, same case for the end times. It doesn't matter what you look like. If you it, really, we should be segregated based on money, based on wealth. That's what we should be based <laughs> on. Segregated. If you if you are if your net worth is under a million dollars, we're going after you. No, if you're under a million dollars, you're on the team. Uh, yeah, you're on the under, team. I thought you said over. No, no. If if it's over a million dollars, you're on the list. Yes, all right. You, yeah. You just made the list. You just made the list. <laughs> so, fucking your ass is grass, as you were about to say. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. Do you have anything else? No, that more or less wraps up the episode. Just kind of uh, a few interesting events involving billionaires building fucking multi-million dollar uh, underground homes. Bunkers, if you will. Tech billionaires buying massive amounts of land so that they can build cities and farmlands and oh yeah just weird weird shit man i mean really weird don't know what else to add other than that just a little concerning it already makes me feel like we're we're probably behind we are well behind things unfold and we just we're not really going to be prepared for it or a lot of people aren't going to be prepared for it yeah so anyways i mean shit if you're listening uh build six months worth of food and water yeah, and uh, you know, like I said, we're not, uh, we're not enemies. We're the, the, yeah, Be- the billionaires are the enemies. yeah, yeah. The billionaires are the enemies. So fucking, you know, join up, join up, join up, join up, join yeah, up. Join the game rage. Uh, join the game rage anti billionaire squad. Yeah. <laughs> and donate money so that we become billionaires, and then we will become the enemy one day. <laughs> yeah. What's that? What's that? You you either live long enough, or you either die the hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Right. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> Anyways, um. All right, well, fucking, uh, that's pretty much the end of it. So, you know, go fucking just, just follow us, do whatever. I, I don't care. Like, like Adam always likes to say, I'm not your supervisor, so fucking <laughs> do, do, not, yeah. do what you want. Fucking uh, thanks for listening, though. Uh, again, shout out to Belgium. Shout out to the CIA also, who listens for sure to CUP. <laughs> All right, probably our second number two listeners, CIA, just below Belgium. Yeah. So 
good on you. Thanks for listening. And also, if you're in the CIA and you know some shit's coming, maybe shoot us a fucking DM, all right? Just let us know some shit's about to go down. That's all I got to say. You know what? This will be a code word. Just say, the bananas are not ripe. And then we'll know, oh, it's about to happen. The keks are buttered. Oh, yeah. The keks are buttered. Just say that. Say, say the keks are now buttered, and that will be our keyword. If, if I get a DM that says that, we're fucking going to the woods, all right? So, anyways... So, yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. That was the latest episode of the Central Unintelligence Podcast. Don't forget, subscribe and like on Instagram and TikTok at Game Rage Magazine. We're also on Twitter slash X at Game Rage Mag. Also our website, www.gameragemagazine.com.